We have we yet to really do that? Twice. We've done that once. Twice? Well, there's two shows of, of the whole history of this show. There's two shows that never made it. By the way, I was recording. <laughs> and so well, I'm was recording I. now too. <laughs> Will you get on with it? Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys Podcast, a discussion about Star Wars toys. You're listening to episode number 92. My name's Jason. Joining me tonight from Bendems to the Black Series, Vintage to Modern, he collects them all. Our good friend Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Good evening. Also joining us from this week in Star Wars, Matt Fox. Hey everybody, my favorite show of the year because I actually have to open stuff up so I can evaluate it. So, <laughs> right? We need a we need a we need a disclaimer to this week in Star Wars though, don't we? We need the uh, the, original. the original, yeah, the original coming the back vintage. soon, totally retooled. Yay! Are you all serious? new? Yeah, all new yeah. for 2021. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. I'm sure there's plenty of news to do each week at this point, so yeah, you can probably do a lot more with it. Emperor's Royal Guard Collector Extraordinaire, Chris Moorhead. Hello, Chris. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Ready to talk some end-of-the-year uh, Star Wars toys. From yakface.com, Jason. Hello, Jason. Hello. Thank you for having me back. I had to do some uh, prep this week. I had to give some things some thought. I haven't had to prep for a show in quite a while, and I, I don't know. It will be interesting to see what all our responses are. I think there will be some good ones. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, from from Forlom to Zuckus.com, Jake Stevens. Hello there. Jake. Welcome back, ready everyone. To, uh, yeah, ready. Our to last talk episode, about... you know, it's kind of weird. Our last episode has not aired yet. <laughs> I noticed. So yeah, what number is this one? If that one hasn't aired, <laughs> they're both. I'm I'm taking a cue from Hasbro. They're both 92. <laughs> so which one is going to be rare I don't know which one are you actually listening to first I actually don't know that yet either hopefully this one because this is about the time I usually release this one you could do them in different numbers and just have them out of order I mean Star Wars we're used to that <laughs> right stay pre- tuned that's my least favorite answer ever from Hasbro stay tuned <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather they just say we can't tell that. you I'd rather just say we can't tell you or we that's, don't know, or we're not telling you. That's a that's really good idea. We'll put that in our parking lot. <laughs> <PR. are>. Yeah. <laughs> oh. As you know, we don't discuss anything that hasn't been officially announced yet. Right? Right. Yes. We have Even though there's pictures now. of that entire wave on the internet, we can't acknowledge it exists. <laughs> so we can't discuss we the can last episode because it doesn't exist yet. Uh, I'd love for just once, like somebody says, are you going to make XYZ figures of this go? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it nothing more Watch everyone just, have a heart attack. no we're never making that figure right. we were going to but you asked so no <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, let's just go around the room and see what everybody picked up recently I'll yeah, start Christmas halls. <laughs> I'll start with Ryan oh let's see recently well I just got the um, the vintage collection though the whole new wave uh, Hasbro Pulse sent those to me I actually found a couple of them at Target last week. Uh, the Amazon Biker Scout with Speeder Bike from uh, The Mandalorian showed up. 
I think that, you know, since last time, which obviously there's a phantom show in there or something. Um, other than that, it's been some, a couple of Back to the Future items, really. Uh, hasn't been much else recently. I'm looking around and uh, I really don't see anything. I know I opened a bunch of stuff that's been sitting around for a while, but uh, that's about it. All right. Uh, Matt, what about you? Uh, let's see. Got the uh, new wave of those Galaxy of Adventure figures, uh, the ones with the Boba Fett and Ahsoka and the, the clone. Whatever you call these, are the the four inch? Is that the four inch line? Five, I think they're no, five, five inch. Five inch. Okay. Is that your Entertainment Earth order? That was an Entertainment Earth order. It showed up. Uh, is that oh, the, right. mine, mine showed up too. Yeah. Is that the yeah. last wave of those? Probably. I suspect. Well, Although I really announced. like them. Yeah, they haven't announced anything beyond those. There are a few that have been released uh, outside the U.S. that weren't in that wave yet, but uh, so we may see those yet. But we'll see. If you give me the UPCs off, I might, might be able to find out if there's any more coming. <laughs> Talk after the show, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so I got those from Entertainment Earth. Uh, I got that Amazon um, Mandalorian and the Child, oh, the, the Biker Scout and the Child. Um, let's see. Oh, the last of the Walmart Clone Wars Black Series, which for me was the... 332nd clone which you know i ordered back before they even went live officially finally got that last one so i'm happy about that and uh my only my family doesn't buy me star wars for christmas they don't want to encourage it but uh uh, they they actually got me that the mandalorian edition polaroid camera oh wow what i'm gonna do with it i'm not entirely sure but it's pretty cool so. Well, it reminds me of crazy things. Actually, my family bought me something too. They gave me the the child uh, chia pet this year. So that's my first chia pet ever. <laughs> Isn't there a Darth Vader chia pet? Uh, is there? Yes. I've never had it. I feel like there should be. Yeah, I think there is. There's Crabble. a Yoda. There's a Yoda chia pet. Yoda one. There was a Chewbacca. I know. Yeah. All right, I'm looking at eBay right now. <laughs> I keep thinking I, maybe there's the yeah there's the Vader one or that, is that or the clapper. There is so a clapper. I have that. Well, I kind of want right. that clapper. <laughs> All right. Uh, Chris, what about you? Um, I got three Ken Simmons uh, prints my wife got for me for Christmas. One is of just the Royal Guard. Uh, another piece of cards, and uh, I think there's a snow. You got me a larger print. Those were both 8 by 10 and then like the – was it 16 by 20 or – I forget the exact dimensions – but it's a larger print of the uh, Royal Shuttle with a line of Royal Guards mm, on the left. It's, nice. it's from the uh, art for the box. Anyway, yeah, that's cool. That was really cool. Very He's the cool. photographer from uh, the man who shot Luke Skywalker, right? Right. Yeah. 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 It's all the original. He's the Kenner art uh, photographer after like the first wave or two. Or yeah. Something. After like the first year he took over. Yeah. I think he started at the end of the Star Wars run. Yeah. 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 Nice. And he didn't put the uh, kids with the uh, turtleneck shirts in his photographs. No, he wasn't a turtleneck guy. Yeah. So, so there's that. Wouldn't it be cool if that Imperial shuttle had a kid with a bright orange turtleneck <laughs> on playing with the figures? Yes. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, my, my daughter painted me a kind of an Andy Warhol like uh, image of like the four up 
of four royal guards in different colors. That, that was really cool. So that's cool. Nice. Jason, what about you? I've been fortunate enough to run into uh, the latest wave of Black Series at a few targets over the past couple days. Uh, managed to complete the full full wave. So that has uh, the Dark Ray, the Moff Gideon, uh, Grief Karga, and Quill. So I was able to get those. I also picked up um, a few extra just of the standard Phase 1 clone troopers to build out my little ranks of, of them that I have. Um, what else did I get? I got the, uh, I can't remember if I mentioned this last show or not that we recorded. Um, the, uh, Royal version of the Cobra commander from, uh, the classified series GI Joe. <clears throat> and I did pick up also that, uh, it was my Christmas present to myself. That's what I'm going to call it. Anyway, the, uh, the art of uh, the Mandalorian book, which is pretty great. Lots of cool concepts in there, and you could you could make a whole action figure line out of the stuff that's in that book. All right, Jake, what about that you? That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> Jake. Yes. Okay. So I um. Uh, Christmas, uh, I got to the Mandalorian, uh, art of book, which is awesome, but man, I want some more in there. I want, uh, I want more, uh, names of stuff, unfortunately. Um, because they, 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 they refer to things as like ice planet instead of the proper names. And so I guess I'm really dying for that visual guide to come out later this year. Um, in regards to, uh, oh, also Christmas, uh, Santa brought my son an Oculus, so I have been deep in Vader or Immortal, which has been really, really fun and nerve-wracking at times. Um, I'm hoping to get the Galaxies of Edge, uh, the, the Batu series, uh, in uh, the next few days, and so I can report back next show what that was. Um, but for Star Wars, I think I'm, oh, I'm just trying to process between last show, which hasn't aired yet. And this show, yeah. that might be it. I, I'm pretty frustrated. I actually logged into Hasbro Pulse right now because I have not been able to find the newest Moff Gideon wave of, uh, vintage collection, which I also have pre-ordered from Hasbro, but I haven't received anything. So, um, so I don't know where my order is if Ryan got I, his. And, I, you know, I've ordered that wave too. It shipped like three weeks ago, and I, and, I'm starting to wonder if I'm oh, ever going to get it. You haven't got it yet. No, FedEx <laughs> is way backed up. Way backed oh, up. Okay. Well, I'm sorry, um, mine shipped last week. About the thirtieth, so. <laughs> because I also I also ordered the Entertainment Earth order, and my wife came in the other day and said, "You ordered from Entertainment Earth?" I went, "Oh yeah." So I assume my galaxies of adventure figures should be here but i haven't received those either so i'm uh, i'm in stasis right now i think i'm part of part of everybody who didn't didn't they um didn't they have like a ton of snow here the last couple of days um from what i heard like 22 inches in some places got overnight so i don't doubt that that's also part of the problem so um so yeah i'm kind of uh, i haven't received too much new since uh last show <laughs> all right 
And, and here's an update for you. No, there is not a Darth Vader Chia pet, oh. but there is a Weird Al Chia pet. And Yay! Chia, you'll be happy. It's mustache and glasses. Oh, thank you, Chia Pet Company. <laughs> Weird Al really needs to grow his mustache back and perm his hair again. Come on. Or that short that short perm he had in the 80s. That's Weird Al to me. Yeah. He doesn't do that anymore? No. It's like oh, kind of long and looks kind of metal kind of like metal well, the last time i saw him he looked like he always looked but oh well you haven't seen him in a very long time then it was whenever he was on goldbergs which was like what three years ago maybe oh, oh maybe he, he was dressed maybe, up to be maybe. like 80s weird oh, oh he was like in, uh they redconned him yeah yeah interesting i didn't know I, I met him a couple of years ago and he was yeah the long hair and you know no mustache no glasses mm-hmm. yeah it's a shame it's a shame yeah. Um, for me, I forgot to mention on the last show, which technically is the next show now, that um, I got from the Galaxy of Toys crew an awesome autograph John Hollis Lobot, uh, Power of the Force 2 figure. Awesome. <laughs> for Christmas from my wife, I got a a custom vintage carded Lobot with a Santa hat on. He's like Santa helper, Santa's helper Lobot figure. It's on a real nice vintagey looking card. Pretty cool. But the big thing is, I got it. I got the USS flag. Oh my God. Not a Star Wars toy, but it is a GI Joe toy, and it is awesome. I have it downstairs in my office, so as I work during the day, I actually can play on the flag while I'm working, and no one really That's knows. Awesome. <laughs> um, it is not complete, and I realized to get the pieces I'm missing will cost more than the flag itself, but I don't care. <laughs> so wow so, so it's awesome. amazing it's uh my even my son you know my son's not really into action figures but even he likes it he's uh definitely transformers interested. are action figures jason i uh, got those. my son has 10 transformers now <laughs> and he loves them he really does so that's, that's the thing, fine man. that's his thing that's how it is yeah <laughs> um, I can I can personally attest to you that John Hollis was immensely drunk when signing <laughs> that figure. Well, it's it's very nice because it was signed at a uh, the Seattle Society had a Star Wars party mm-hmm. and it threw a through that Halloween masquerade like ball and uh, he was you know he was up there in age when he was uh asked to be the like the guest of honor and he was just sitting at a table with mug after mug of pint after pint of beer and i remember i went up and i got a signature from him and i gave him uh, a 10 and he gave me back more than 20 and change and i had to go (laughs) okay no 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 let's 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 do this again (laughs) poor guy he had a good he had a good time well that's good i'm glad to hear it rest in peace mr hollis all right this is the annual show. We do it every year. I think this is the eighth year we've done this. Seventh or eighth year. Um, the best and worst Star Wars toys of 2020. We're going to start it right out of the gate with the Black Series 6-inch line of figures. And I start with Ryan. Ryan, what was the worst Black Series Star Wars 6-inch figure of 2020? I can't say that there's a specific one answer. But ultimately, I went with Stormtroopers, and, and this may sound crazy, but it's ultimately – there were too many Stormtroopers this mm-hmm. year. Uh, in fact, from my count, there are at least six Black Series Stormtroopers that were released this year, three of the older mold and three of the newer mold, the, the older mold being the 
the there was the GameStop too. Was a, was it Force uh, Force Unleashed and the Black Hole Stormtrooper, um, the Holiday Stormtrooper, and I know I have one more listed here. I can't remember which one that one is. Um, and then uh, for the new one, we had the Remnant Stormtrooper two versions. We had the clean version and then that Target exclusive version, and then there was the um, the the flame trooper the in, in, uh, incinerator trooper I think that used the new mold anyway but I just couldn't believe how many stormtroopers came out uh, this year and it's just a little bit of overkill on those I mean even out of two molds is, it's like is it can't just you space this out a little bit yeah. <laughs> is it just me or is the new mold is the stormtrooper helmet for the new mold underscaled like too small for the body oh, I, I like it on mine but you I, do? I haven't okay. seen a problem maybe with it, maybe but, yeah. it's just me okay stormtrooper that the molds the reuse yeah. okay too many just too many this year too many all right uh moving on to matt what was the worst black series star wars six inch figure of 2020 um you know i think i'm supposed to say it's like the holiday figures mm-hmm. i mean at least that's a line i don't want them to continue oh or... they will or broaden to like Valentine's figures and Fourth of July <laughs> figures and Easter figures, um, <laughs> but you know I, I decided I wanted to pick one and it was hard. Uh, I ended up with DJ Rex. Wow, and that's just, a good choice. Whoa, just you know I don't I, I never liked when he was Captain Rex and oh, <laughs> EJ Rex sort of bugs me. And it just, it's not a, I never thought of it as a star Wars kind of design. Um, so yeah, that's my, and the figures just, you know, yeah, whatever hmm. it's, it's, that's my pick. Okay. I mean, I'm not, I don't hate it. It's not like Luke mm-hmm. Dagobah from years ago, but it's, you know, yeah. that's the one. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I 100% agree. I don't even have that figure. I don't that's like it. funny. That's it's the validated. only one I bought out of the Galaxy's <laughs> Edge uh, line. Is the only one I bought. Chris, what was the worst black black series six inch figure of the year? Oh, there's five in particular that rose to the top just, for me. Just the one. Just the one. <laughs> um, I'm gonna pick one simply because it's not OT and it doesn't have a porg in it. <laughs> So that would make it the Sith Trooper version, which just, it's an abomination that's, yeah. I, I hope that they do not move that on to the Vintage Collection. Mm. Vintage Collection collectors will not be happy. So, just... Are Vintage Collection collectors ever happy? <laughs> you right. beat me, Ryan, you beat me. <laughs> oh, okay. Jason, what was your pick for the worst uh, Black Series figure this year? Um, I'm in that same hate the holiday edition figures camp um but the worst one i feel of those five is the snow trooper um because of that helmet design that was like pretty the awful <laughs> white helmet with the green flex all over it just i i don't know i it was the assortment of figures that got me to reevaluate do i need do i need this much stuff <laughs> i'm just like i I'm not, if I'm not going to get this, I don't need the carbonized. And if I don't need the carbonized, then I don't need the carbonized three and three quarter. It was like the gateway wave of figures that really, it, it made my holidays a little bit more joyous. Because <laughs> I didn't right. have to try. It's a good to not to be a completist. Right. It was just, 
it was kind of a weight that was lifted off and it kind of helped me, you know, uh, take a pass on that, uh, DJ Rex. I'm just like, I don't need it. If I don't like it, why am I buying it? So good question. Yep. So that's all right. That's my answer. Jake, what was the worst six inch figure this year from black series? I, I am going with um, the GameStop Holiday Clone Trooper, and and the reason why, the reason why is because the um, the the thing that pains me about these figures is the mix match of accessories. Right, the Sith Trooper has Lando's scarf, and uh, the Stormtrooper has a Praetorian spear. And the clone trooper has a Knight of Ren weapon. I mean, just it makes no sense whatsoever, right? And so uh, that is that's what you know. I don't mind the concept. Like I would love for them to, you know, uh, do holiday figures in the same style or class that either Hasbro used to do the three and three quarter with the holiday editions around two thousand three and four, or with what Disney does with their Build a Droid series, right? This here is, you know, and we all talked about it already on the show, the fact that, you know, Hasbro had to convince Lucasfilm to do these because Lucasfilm balked at them first. And then they had to go back and go, come on, but look how funny this would be. Um, So this is it's just the fact that the accessories are all wrong. The clone trooper comes with the Knight of Ren accessory and a Porg. No three of those ever made sense together so that's uh it's an arbitrary reason but that is what i'm going with the, the holiday figure you know Jay, right. you bring up a good point there I, I think these would have been much better served if it had been one figure you know mm-hmm. the five i think really drilled it in if it had been or just a set one you know or yeah or, or a as set. a set buy, yeah. buy this a set yep the uh, fact that they made you hunt down five figures and and you know I think Ryan yourself is still missing some figures like the Target one sold out quick. Well, I had it pre-ordered and Target kept delaying and delaying and delaying it on me and then today I got the email notice, "Oh, we've canceled this." I'm like, yeah. "What the heck? Why do I even pre-order?" But yeah, um I don't know. Like I love the old like you said, the old stuff that they did uh with the 3 and 3 quarter inch, the the uh 3PO and R2 yeah. and Yoda and all that. I, I wouldn't mind Vader. Back stuff like that. Yeah, because that was all based on something. You know, the yeah maybe yeah. the holiday Vader there wasn't so much. It, but if I had a choice, like let's say, let's say there was a sixth one, I would have liked like an all white Darth Vader, like with red eyes, and I would have like mentally justified that one and made it like the Infinities Darth Vader from that comic. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I would have been fine with that would have been the only one I would have grabbed. But yeah, this yeah, this wave. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, if they wanted to tap, you know, the, the classic Macquarie art and put it on a, a vintage style card. Sure. Go for it. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. I'm going to avoid the low hanging fruit <laughs> and I'm going to go with the uh, 40th anniversary Empire Strikes Back Yoda figure. I uh, do not like the mold that they used. And seeing that they had the updated mold that came with the Dagobah Luke, um, they should have went with that one. They put that Dagobah Luke on its own card. I don't see why they couldn't have put that Yoda on the vintage card because it looks so much better. 
that first mold. They've done it a couple of times already, and it, I just don't like it. The proportions are very off, and yeah. so I'll go with that one. It's a good choice. Yep. All right, from worst to best, what was the best Black Series Star Wars 6-inch figure? Back to Ryan. Uh, I imagine this one's going to come up a lot, but uh, Cad Bane, uh, absolutely. And I don't care which version. You can go with the regular version and the exclusive version. Uh, the, the Toto 360 adds a little bit to it, not a whole lot. Just that figure, that Cad Bane figure is amazing. The detail on it is so well done. It has all sorts of little pieces and the hat and all uh, I would absolutely go with uh, Cad Bane as our best Black Series of the year. Good pick. Matt? Uh, yeah, I had Cad Bane, too. Um, so I also was my runner-up. I was going to say um, the Hoth Rebel Trooper, just because it was kind of innovative, uh, where they had the, you know, you could swap out the faces and um, do the accessories so you could sort of troop build the same figure but have a little variation but um yeah but that's like i said that's the runner-up cad bane really was the best of the bunch i had i had focused on the exclusive one because of the toto figure but um yeah either one it's 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 really good uh chris um mine actually comes more down to the packaging and i bought two six inch figures this year and um and it was they're both stink um, carded, except for the one that's boxed. Um, but I, I purchased the Wampa, and I purchased the Credit Series Mandalorian. And I'm probably going to go with the Credit Series Mandalorian. I love the, the classic card back. I love the concept art on it. And other than, like, the only glaring flaw in the figure to me is that the plastic credit, which they could have just done away with and it would have been just that much better. Um, that was the, one of my favorite things that I saw out of six inches here. All right. Jason. Um, I had a tough decision between these two. Um, my first choice that I ultimately went with was Count Dooku. Uh, the, I, I, it won out over the Beskar Mandalorian for me because of the soft goods that they used for uh, Count Dooku. They could have easily went with a plastic cape like they've done with um, Lando and... Um, Moff Gideon, and they, I think they really serve that figure well by giving it soft goods. Plus, it includes that other lightsaber effect that gives it the uh, slashing type sweep look to it. Um, like I said, it, it lost, it it won over the Mandalorian because of the plastic cape that the Mandalorian has. Um, it, it just interferes with the backpack or the jetpack and. Um, even though the sculpting on the Mandalorian is really well done, uh, I, I just couldn't give that one the point over uh, Count Dooku. And the lightness is great. I mean, it looks almost identical to Christopher Lee, where, you know, if you look at the Beskar Mandalorian that comes with the um, kind of like that build-up pack, uh, the likeness for Pedro Pascal is not not the greatest. So, uh Count Dooku's my choice. All right. Uh, Jake. All right. So the um, uh, Cad Bane was high on my list. Uh, the Cad Bane with Toto uh, multi-pack. But that's been said a couple times. So I'll take it to my second pick, which uh, 
I really enjoyed the exclusive armorer. And so I'm not, you know, uh, like Jason, I've, I've not trying to, I'm not buying every six inch that comes down the pike. And so, uh, I did get that one, uh, get my hands on that one. And I really enjoy that figure. And, um, I'm actually looking forward to getting that figure again in three and three quarter, but, uh, until I do, that one's going to reign supreme for me. For me, it's Count Dooku. It's, it's awesome. Beautiful figure. Christopher Lee. So nice. Uh, Runner-up is uh, Cad Bane, for sure. But definitely Count Dooku for me. Um, you know, I didn't put on the list the vehicles for Black Series. I think there were only two, right? There was the Snow Speeder and the uh Bike. Biker Scout from Mandalorian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, well, I mean, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what the point is of saying what's the best or worst. <laughs> if there's of those only two. two. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I think. I mean, if anyone thinks that that speeder bike is actually better than the um, snow speeder, speak up. <laughs> speak up, yes. and we can argue that. But they're both great. You know, so. snow speeder is amazing. It's a good yeah. choice for a repack. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes, it is. Yep. As it would be in three and three quarter inch. Right? I agree. I even said that in my review video that I would love to see that the three and three quarter inch set. We've There's... only seen that one out once once before, and yeah, it's yeah. Over, over repacking. That yeah. amazing well, Toys R Us exclusive version. That we yeah, got. I wish I would have picked so up more good. of those when I had a chance. I, I I figured for sure we'd see more of them by now. I mean, we've seen pieces of it mm-hmm. in that uh, uh, first order shadow. Speeder bike thing or whatever, yeah. like the base of that is from that. But uh, I'm really, I'm totally surprised we haven't just gotten a vintage version of it, and then uh, the Mando mm-hmm. version would totally make sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I bet they're holding off for uh, the 40th for uh, Jedi and put that in a vintage box. It'll be 10 years old by then. <laughs> yeah, they're it's probably gonna be holding off for the 40th years. for the Mandalorian. <laughs> 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 All right, moving on to three and three quarter inch figures. What was the worst Hasbro Star Wars three and three quarter inch figure? Ryan, to you. Uh, this was easy. Um, the uh, we've had a several re-releases this year, as I know Chris uh, totally loves to hate over. But uh, <laughs> the General Lando uh, figure, I don't know why that needed to be re-released. Uh, we've had that, of course, the original vintage release. It was put on the Walmart Black Series three and three quarter inch line, and then we got it here again. And I remember that Walmart Black Series one peg warmed like crazy. I really don't know who was clamoring for this figure, um, and ultimately, I, I, I just don't see why this... I, I mean, it's nothing like, like it's a bad figure, but it did not need to be re-released, and so definitely the worst figure of the year for me is that re-release of General Lando. All right. And why didn't they give us a Rise of Skywalker Lando? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what was the worst three and three-quarter inch Hasbro figure this year? Ryan keeps stealing my thunder, man. Uh, yeah, General Lando, for all the same reasons. You know, it's not a good figure. It was just uh, totally unnecessary. And, I mean, the problem is there's not a whole lot of three and three-quarter inch to, to mm-hmm. choose from this year. So, uh, um, yeah, I'll go with, with the General Lando. Chris, what was your pick? Well, I will agree that the General Lando is probably the worst choice for a repack this year. But I don't it didn't even make my list as far as like the worst three and three quarters of the year. Uh, the Carbonized collection is definitely on that list of just completely unnecessary. 
uh, money grabs that they're doing. But my selection is going to come from the Celebrate the Sagas sets. <laughs> and I'm going to go with the Jedi Order one because we don't ever need Anakin and Obi-Wan again in three and three quarter inch. We have enough. <laughs> Please stop. They did not paint them gold, though. Come on. Give them some credit they this year. Gold. <laughs> yes, I mean, that's an upgrade from last year. But, <laughs> God. All right. Uh, Jason, what was your pick for worst Hasbro Star Wars three and three quarter inch figure? Uh, my pick also comes from the uh, <clears throat> re- that first repack wave, but it is not Lando. It is C-3PO because of the micro scale that does not fit in with the rest of the action figure line. It's just that figure is so underscaled. It's it's really stands out amongst the other ones. Um, so, and the deco's not that great. The panels aren't all that, they don't attach all that well from what I remember, um, from the original. I ended up super gluing a bunch of some of mine together just so they would stop falling apart. You know, that one, that one was my first pick and it was a very close cause I almost chose that peasant Anakin that nobody (laughs) ever asked for, but that figure hasn't technically been released yet. Um, it was pre-ordered, so so, um, I didn't give that one the the thumbs down as the worst this year. So C-3PO is my choice. All right. Jake, what was the worst three and three-quarter inch figure this year? Okay. Well, there's multiples from the same set. Um, You know, I I don't hate on the 5POA at all. I I love the concept of 5POA because it builds out the lines and it gives us more uh, diversity and outside of just main characters. So, but with that being said, I think that some of the choices that they did for the rebel Alliance set were um, poor in my mind. I think that's uh, the Bespin Han is not a good figure. It is not a good figure. I don't think the head sculpt is good at all. Um, The Chewbacca from that set as well is uh, one of my least favorite you know, they have they have uh, 20 plus years of uh, five POAs to choose from uh, for Chewie. And I don't think that sequel one is uh, quality that they put out. So and then also this doesn't really attend uh, attest to the sculpt, but the Leia that I received, they mispainted her face. And so she looks like she kind of had a stroke on one side. Um, and so it's really unfortunate. So it makes that figure really, uh, uh, really not, uh, come off as good as it could be. And, uh, the 3PO, or the R2 from that line. So it's the whole, the whole line. (laughs) Which figure is the worst? Which figure is the absolute worst? Uh, shoot. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, it's Chewie or Han, Chewie or Han. Um, I don't like the Han head sculpt, so I wish they wouldn't have re-released that. So let's go with Han from Celebrate the Saga. All right. Um, for me, this, this picks hard for me, but I'm going to have to go with the remnant stormtrooper, um, retro collection figure. (laughs) And I actually love the retro collection. I think I, I love the novelty of having vintage style figures that I can open or, you know, I think it's a lot of fun. But I am so mad that they put that stormtrooper with a $50 Monopoly game. Makes, making it nearly impossible to troop build. 
I mean, I could have not choice. bought the I could have not bought the flag, I suppose, and I could have a you know a bunch of them, <laughs> but <laughs> but it it just that one hurts. If they, any, I mean, I, you know, so hurts hurts me to pick that one, but I just I can't believe they would put a troop builder with that monopoly game, and there's no evidence that that monopoly game will ever go on clearance. So, because because Hasbro Pulse doesn't do clearance, do they? Well, or it's not in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a, it, that's that's my worst. Okay, let's move on to the best three and three quarter inch figure. I'll go to Ryan. You know, ultimately looking at this year's vintage collection, while there haven't been as many as in previous years, um, it was a hard choice. There's been a lot of good figures in what we have gotten, and I came down to like three as my top choices. One was the the Luke Skywalker Jedi Knight, but I can eliminate that because it was technically released last year in the San Diego set. Um, so I will only, I, I have two, unfortunately. I could not pick between them. But K2SO, who I thought has long been deserving of being fully articulated, and it's a really well-done figure. And honestly, I just got that Moff Gideon figure, and I think it's so well done. I, I love the colors on it. I think the Darksaber worked well on, on it in three-and-three-quarter-inch form. The likeness is good. So I kind of have a tie between K2SO and Moff Gideon. Okay. Matt, what was your pick? Okay. Well, Ryan and I sort of agreed again. Um, Moff Gideon is my runner-up. It's awesome. Uh, and that's based, you know, the on the, the the face sculpt. You know, they really they re- really nailed really nailed Gian. How do you say his name? Gian Carlo? John Carlo? Sean Carlo, yeah. Okay. As, well, yeah. They nailed it. It's a very good sculpt. Um, but my number one figure has to be, was before it was ever released, Hondo Onaka. Yes. On the <laughs> and I'm not just saying that because uh, it's Hondo. It's an awesome figure. Um, yes. They, you know, they nail, you know, he's an animated character. He doesn't really exist. Uh, but... You know, it's it's great. It's uh, the details are there. Um, it's not just a downsized black series. Uh, it almost is, but it isn't. It's got different colors and all that. So um, I'm really glad they made it available on a card rather than just at a baggie in the Millennium Falcon. Um, so absolutely, without a doubt, Hondo. All right. Uh, Chris, what was your what was the best Hasbro three and three quarter inch figure this year? Yeah, the the list is short, uh, and some of them were repacks. But my top three comes down to K2SO, who was really good, and then it's kind of a battle between the original Mandalorian and the armor, and I probably got to go with the original Mandalorian. It just the, the, the it, when you fact. They both have amazing card art. Uh, they did Hasbro actually nailed those card back images on those two figures. But I think just the amount of accessories and playability, I think he's the winner. But I really like the armor figure. So, all right, it was close. Jason, what was your pick for best three and three quarter inch figure this year? Again, this was a tough one because. Uh, there were so many decent ones that have been released recently, um, but 
uh, I'd have to go with Chirrut Imway from Rogue One as my best because of the utilization of the soft goods and the sculpt and the likeness is probably the best uh, um, kind of, at least for me, compared to uh, Moff Gideon. Uh, Gideon, that his likeness is probably pretty tough to nail down, much like Mark Hamill's is. Um, I don't, for me, neither the six inch or the um, vintage collection figure looks all that much like uh, the actor to me. So, uh, uh, Chirrut won out over uh, Moff Gideon. It was also kind of close with the Beskar Mandalorian because the sculpt is just so crisp. You know, all the articulation and just the fit and finish is really good. But again, that one doesn't have soft goods either, where it really would have benefited from for the cape aspect. So um, Chirrut Imway is my choice. All right. Jake, what was your pick? Uh, I'm... I'm agreeing with Matt on this uh, on this one because um, as right. as we talked about uh, in the Mystery Phantom show, um, the vintage collection is lacking in tertiary characters, in my opinion. It only really features main characters for the most part, and that's my kind of issue with the vintage collection. Um, and so when you get a character like uh, 173, which is Hondo Anaka, um, it is, uh, uh, you know, some, uh, 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 a wave of newness that, you know, a breath of fresh air coming into the line. So I love it because it's not, uh, you know, from a proper movie and, uh, and it, you know, gives more depth to the action figure line, which is currently missing in my opinion. So I also think it's a great figure. Uh, you can take it, uh, you can take his jacket off. And he looks just as good without his uh, jacket on. And uh, it can even then uh, help you uh, sit him into the Falcon even a little nicer. So um, Hondo Anaka gets my vote for 2020. All right. Uh, for me, it's, you know, unfortunately, I don't have all my 2020 figures yet. They're still in route. So I, I haven't had a chance to look at all of the figures for the year. But... I really like the Cara Dune figure from early in the year. I think it's a really nice figure. Proportions are really good. Good head sculpt. Um, so I was going to go with that one. But I also really like the Vintage Collection Power Droid. But I think that's more of a nostalgia. The I think it's the card talking to me more than the figure itself. So I am going to go with Cara Dune. I think that was my favorite figure this year. Normal um, or carbonized? <laughs> I don't buy the carbonized stuff. You didn't get the carbonized. Nope. <laughs> pass. Pass. Easy. That's a, that's an easy pass for me. Can you guys teach me how to pass up this stuff? I'd really love to know. <laughs> I don't want to know. What's Put happening. your credit card back <laughs> in your wallet. <laughs> I just picked up my second carbonized stormtrooper just this morning. <laughs> okay. Before we move off of the three and three quarter, let me give you yeah. some numbers. All right. Uh, 2020, we had 103 new figures. New figures. Well, figures. They were figures. And that. <laughs> uh, so, in your counting, retro, five POA, and vintage collection. 
retro 5 POA vintage. Now, do you count the Hondo Anaka that came with the Falcon as a separate yeah, figure? he's from... twice. He's on okay. there twice. All right. There do you count the porgs. six Porgs? Five, well, yeah. All the Porgs are on there. Okay. Wait, you, so... you count the Porgs as a figure? Yeah. 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 Hasbro seems to. Do you count Yoda's snake as a figure? No. No. Well, where do you draw the line? That's a good one. Okay. Where do you draw the line? Where I don't know where you, if it has legs. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Does that include the so Galaxy's Java doesn't Edge count as a figure droids? in the vintage line? Okay. Oh, the, 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 the uh, but okay, so 103. But if you take out the 42 figures from that celebrate the saga line, uh, not a whole lot of you know. That's almost half of them there. And the mm-hmm. porgs. Take the porgs out. Uh, the most uh, sort of the weirdest, most disturbing thing is in the main line, which is now basically just vintage collection, mm-hmm. um, non-exclusives, just figures you would have found in a store. There were only 16 this year. There were 16 figures in a store? Six, no. <laughs> At one time, yes, there were 16 figures. Wow. Um, that is the fewest figures in the main line we've had since anybody want to guess a year? 1987. Well, 1995. 95. Yeah. 95, we had 12. Wow. Um, and the wow. next closest year is 1996. We had 20. So, yeah, the um, the number of figures that are going to pegs in stores across the country is very low. So that would be the four waves of vintage collection that we had. So it would be, um, I'm just thinking this out. It would be the Mando wave early in the year. It would be the Power yes. Droid wave, right? Yep. It yep. would be the Hondo wave. The Hondo wave and, and the, the Gideon, Gideon wave. wave. And then, yeah. And then because the Carbonize was exclusive, and then there was two reissue waves, which were technically supposed to be yeah, not just normal stores. Those as repacks. And one of the figures in those main waves was a repack. Mm-hmm. Right. The Clone so that is just that is this is the first shocked. year that we haven't had any what I would consider deluxe figures like the two packs or the you know anything you know like that um so yeah it's uh, it was a pretty bleak year especially when you take out those the numbers you get from that celebrate the saga stuff did anybody mm. see all of the regular release vintage figures at retail did anybody close. I've seen them all I've, I've seen never seen most. the Gideon wave. I've I haven't seen, seen that wave Gideon yet. Wave. I haven't seen that wave. Yeah, I started. I saw the, the Caradoon wave. wave once, but I've seen all, and I've saw all the others after that. Mm-hmm. I I never saw the first uh, standard Mandalorian at retail. Oh, I I bought that. I, I found that I, at Walmart. Yeah. yeah, I found that wave at Walmart. I think in February. Yeah. Never saw that wave. I yeah. found it right right before right around the time everything was getting ready about to lock down. I found that yeah. wave. Yeah, I think. You no, know, I, I may have special. seen every single figure except for I haven't seen everything of the new wave, but I may have seen every single figure at retail. What's wow. interesting yeah. about that too is I probably only saw those first waves once. Like, yeah, I never saw a restock of them. Yeah. So. I mean that's not you know, true. that's even that, more you know there's that you know 16 figures that make it to retail and some people have seen them one time or less. Mm-hmm. In uh here in, in Michigan the Meyer Meyer stores have have continually been restocking that repack wave of Bespin Han, 
uh, General Lando, C-3PO, oh. and Bespin Luke. Lucky it's you. It's like, I don't have a problem with the repack, especially for people who wanted those figures and find them, whatever. But, like, I don't know why... Why do those get restocked more than, like, the new figures? That's what I don't right. understand, but... Eh, it's all an online game now for me. We didn't talk about the retro collection. I mean, that was a blink oh. and you miss it kind of as well. Yeah, yeah there's, those are the ones that I, I never saw. That. Well, Walmart shipped them in terrible packaging. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that going to mm-hmm. go to... Is that, like, remember last year, the retro wave after, after Target funnel was done with it they moved it on to like online entertainment earth and whatever you know is that gonna happen with this too i saw something i think it was entertainment earth the other day i didn't look into it it was like it registered with my brain after i deleted the email but i thought i saw star wars retro wave 2 uh Mm. set and i was like i I didn't even think about it i was like oh is that the one that you know yeah. It was that Walmart. So I know they're maybe. promoting the the Mando retro wave. They're really right. I see a Facebook ad for that every fourth. Well, post. like if you read Adam Paulus's stuff, you know, and he works at Entertainment Earth, mm-hmm. and so he gets asked that a lot. And he's always been very with mm-hmm. it. I mean, he's he's you can be coy, but he's always said we haven't had any. You know, he's been pretty categorical that there had been no discussions as mm-hmm. at least very recently of of Entertainment Earth getting that. And yeah. looking back at my count for last year, I had the retro collection not as an exclusive. So by the end of the year, it had already been for sale mm-hmm. outside of Target. Right. So, you know, if they're doing it, it's not on the same sort of timeline. Mm-hmm. I was real tempted to make Bespin Luke my favorite figure of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> retro is, collection. It, it is, is a good figure. figure. I think it's but, fun. I like the retro figures so much. I think I only found eight of them. Oh, eight or only <laughs> eight or well, I'm looking forward to seeing them with new figures. The Mando stuff I'm excited about. Yes. So, yeah. So 103 figures for the year and the grand total now since 95 is three thousand eight hundred and fifty seven. Oh, wow. I, I would love to say 2021 would break four thousand, but I'm doubtful. <laughs> we haven't had a it would have to be a abnormal year. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is you know we haven't really had a since what twenty. I don't think twenty twenty one is going to break four thousand. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to vehicles, playsets, accessories. I don't know, whatever. All three. Uh, there weren't many, so <laughs> Ryan, what was the worst uh, three and three quarter inch vehicle playset? I'm I'm gonna go off script here. Um, this is a three and three quarter inch vehicle, but it's not a uh, Hasbro vehicle. That's fine. Um, so, uh, the galaxy's edge first order evacuation vehicle, I think is terrible. Um, <laughs> part of it, this year. Probably, I probably felt like I spent too much money on it, but it's not this year, Matt. No, it was there. It was when they opened the parks. Uh, Ryan, no, Disqu- I was at Disneyland last year in October. It was not there. So. Okay, I was there Uh-oh. in December of last year, and it was close enough. Ooh. Whatever. It, so, it is uh... that. It is that bad. So, <laughs> but Just and I know part of the all right. We'll allow it. Uh, thank you. I know part of the problem with the vehicle is the design of it itself. I mean, it's an, it's a glorified escape pod. It's what it really is. It's not supposed to be a whole lot. But you know, when you compare it to the other vehicles, you've been able, like, you look at the uh, the Star Speeder, which is an amazing vehicle that they did there. You you look at like well, the Galaxy's Edge Millennium Falcon, which of course that's Hasbro. You know, you base it on this other stuff, and you look at that, and 
it's just, I mean, the light inside is cool. It, the piece that comes out is nice, but overall, it's a very boring vehicle. And when we're only looking at very few vehicles and such that came out this year, it was definitely the lowest on the list for me. And so I will go with that. Uh, plus, it's got an incredibly weird long name. It was a mm. first order evacuation. I think it's got more words than I even put down here. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I just I didn't didn't care for it. after I finally I was and. I built it up for myself, too. I was really looking forward to it, and then I got it, and I was like, this is it? I, I don't know. I just expected something more from it. And uh, imagine those suckers that bought four of them, you know? Yeah, imagine those suckers. Who would do something <laughs> stupid like that? Yeah, no, <laughs> right. only an idiot oh, would do that. Man. Matt, what was the worst three-and-three-quarter-inch vehicle slash playset slash escape pod slash whatever? Right. Well, sticking with Hasbro and sticking with 2020 – um hey yeah yeah um and it's worst has got to be subjective here because there's not a lot to choose from i'll say the carbon freeze chamber um and not because i dislike it i like it i think it's it's when i saw it originally i thought oh geez that's chintzy and doesn't look to be of substance but when you actually get it together it's cool and it looks like the carbon freeze chamber and geez when you put two of them together it's as big as the barge you know and terms of the amount of table space it takes up um and it comes with a you know exclusive carded figure so that's cool but it's a little it is a little lightweight for what you're for if you pay full price for it it's um you know i won't say it's disappointing but you know you open it up and you go there i paid you know 50 bucks or whatever for this um but it's still it's still all right. I'm still glad mm. I got it. But it's of what we bucks, got to Matt, from Matt. Come on, and, don't kid yourself. And Matt, oh, you right. mentioned you mentioned on another show, and I think we all kind of that the 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 carded figure that comes with it is hard to find one in good condition. Absolutely, yeah. That's yeah. something happened there. So, yeah. uh, you know, that's worst being subject. You know, with an ass. Yeah, there's very yes. Uh, Chris, what was the worst three three quarter inch vehicle playset slash playset? Yeah, it also pains me to have to say this one, but the carbon freezing chamber, it's underscaled. The the even the center hole in the middle is too small. Uh, again, for to have to a hundred dollars to put together the complete thing is a bit pricey at full retail. I mean, there's some great aspects. I'll get into that in a minute, but um. Yeah, it's it could have been so much more. Mm -hmm. uh, Jason, I too went with the carbon freezing chamber. Other, you know, it's it it's a decent playset on its own, but when it's sold as you have to buy two to complete the thing, is really kind of off putting. It's like, you know, you great, you get two army builders, but then you get two you know, carbonite blocks. It's just like, I don't know. It, 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 when I first heard about it, it, to me, it wasn't sold that way as far as that's, it wasn't as advertised. I expected it to be a little bit more detailed and a little bit more complex than half, half mm -hmm. a playset basically is what it comes down to for $50. Sure. Yeah. It comes with a carded figure and it's an army builder. And again, it's putting an, you know, putting an army builder as uh, a pack in is kind of a tough thing as well. You know, just like with the retro collection game, it it is tough. It's a tough sell, you know, at full price. 
I bought one today, actually, for the first time for $30 off of Amazon, um, just because I didn't want to pay 50 for half a playset. So um, worst, like, like everyone said, it is subjective. It could have been better, but there wasn't a lot to choose from for, you know, world building for the three and three quarter inch line. So that right. one, that one definitely and gets the, the knock for me. So I want to bring up the carbonite block with Han Solo. There's a variant of that. Right. One's Correct. lighter, lighter the, gray than the other. Right. So yeah. the first version was had a darker um, mm-hmm. casing or or mm-hmm. a border, and that's uh, because it's based off of kind of what they've released previously with like Jabba's Palace and one. And then someone must have said at some point, hey, that doesn't look right. And then they lightened it up. And yeah. so the running change is the lighter version. Matt, Matt, do you count those carbonite blocks as figures? Yeah, I did this time. Do you count that as two <laughs> figures since there's two different versions? I actually toyed with it. I left it as just one. Okay. The two-tone because... version is accurate. It does have yeah. a darker gray border in the film. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Let me say some one more thing. We're talking about the carbon block and all that. That I mean, and we've talked about this with other toys where it's like, like I guess it was the Solo Millennium Falcon where you couldn't put Han and Chewbacca in the cockpit, and that's like, you know, line, that's the most important thing about the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> mm-hmm. The point is that you can do that. Well, in the carbon freeze chamber, I think the most important thing is that you're able to freeze a Han Solo figure. And as much as everybody hated that power of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> carbon freeze chamber at least they had a mechanism where you could put a figure down and come yep. up as a carbonite block i like that place that that thing yeah, was I liked fun it, it was just a little small and well yeah and the like, old vintage one it was cardboard mm-hmm. but you could still put han solo down it and then you know if you had the carbon block from slave one you could bring it up mm-hmm. you know and this one you can't do that you know, yeah. you you can lift up the carbonite block, but you can't take a figure down in it. And I just I don't get why they couldn't have spent a little time figuring out how to do that. I've seen some excellent you know photography of the playset, um, you know, with lighted you know added lighting and you know some great effects. But not everyone has access to that kind of stuff to make their toys look better. You know, it's like right. out of the box, you should be able to do something with it without requiring to buy a second one and without having to have, you know, photographic equipment and, you know, light pucks and or gels and all sorts of stuff to colorize it, the to give it the mood from the scene. That's the scene is what makes the playset worth it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you're trying to recreate that and you can't straight out of the box. How much was the centerpiece set a few years ago? That's the Ray and Kylo duel that not only lights up 110. So it's essentially the same price for if you want to complete this carbonite set and put two of them together, you're paying 100 and we in Washington State will pay another 10 in tax. So um, so you're essentially paying the same price. And in that set, it did light up. It did steam because they had the water mechanism there. And uh, those are, would be things that would be very, very cool added to this set. Yeah. For essentially the same price. Um, Carbonite is my uh, least favorite as well. 
um, for you know mostly all the reasons you guys said. Um, the the figures aren't mint inside. Uh, if you're if you're a carded collector, this sucks because they didn't really protect uh, your vintage figure stormtrooper inside. It's just kind of among the pieces in there, and so it gets kind of warped. I mean, it can probably straighten out with a star case or something, um, but coming out of the box, it's not going to be mint, and uh, it's more legs, and like Matt said, doesn't have a feature. I mean, even in 85, we could take Han in and out of a carbonite block, um, but here you can't, and so I think the biggest thing that's lacking from this set for me is um, how, I mean, as a kid, it was very, very cool how um, much uh, machinery was hanging above the carbonized set and the fact that it plays a part uh luke cuts a cuts a tube turns vader and then he jumps up into it to show you know uh vader he's got skills you know impressive most impressive and so that part which is i think you know a really cool part of that scene is lacking from this set so um I, I think that is one of my biggest thing. I think the staircase is great. I think the fact that it can be lighted is really cool, um, but it 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 did it does lack the potential that I think it should have had. Yeah, I'm gonna. Jeez, you know, I guess I will. I also will pick the carbonite um, freezing chamber, although I did buy it and I really like it a lot. So it's hard for me to say it's the worst thing of the year. But with so little to choose from, I guess I got to pick that since I, I think it's inferior to like the re-release Falcon or the re-release Slave 1. So weird to say, but something I really like and, and, and bought and still enjoy is the worst <clears throat> uh, place out of the year. Um, um, you but, mentioned, sorry. Yeah. You mentioned the Slave 1. That one would have got my worst pick this mm-hmm. year. Um, because of the price increase over the last version mm-hmm. that we just got, well, it was a few years ago, but because of its prominence in the Mandalorian, I it was a totally it totally makes sense. I mean, for this year and yeah, now that I, we, I totally get it. And now that Mandalorian has come out, right, right. So it would have didn't know it, that when they announced it though. No, no, no. They got lucky again. Right. Did they get lucky? Did they get lucky, or did someone at Lucasfilm say, "Listen, you really need to re-release this"? There's a lot of Boba Fett stuff this year, but it is yeah. the yeah. it's the 40th anniversary. So. Yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah, coincidence. I feel like Lucasfilm was steering them the right direction. All right, let's move on to best uh, vehicle of the year for three and three quarter. Ryan, back to you. <laughs> okay. So, well, I mean, there wasn't much. We have the Galaxy's Edge Falcon. We have Slave 1, which are both basically re-releases. We have the Imperial Troop Transport, which seems to be like the... I think that was 2019. I thought it was this year. I think it was anyway, this year. It's this year. It is? Um, This All is right. where I get to be totally controversial. My favorite was the Carbon Freeze Chamber playset. Oh, <laughs> 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 I love it. I absolutely love it. And um, it's number one. I've always wanted something like this. I've always wanted a bigger carbon freeze chase play set than we ever had before. Um, the fact that we can add our own lights into it and it didn't cost much. I bought like a little set of lights off of Amazon for 
under 10 bucks, I think. And the battery powered, I taped them in underneath and it looks awesome that way. Um, I didn't really feel the need to have all the equipment that goes over it because I want to see all the characters down on it. So if it's on a low shelf, I can still see everything there. Um, yes, it takes two pieces to combine it, but I think this is a way that Hasbro can make more playsets in the future of doing this modular idea. Can you imagine if we got like a Death Star modular playset where we got hallways where you could build up as many hallways as you wanted and then there'd be other pieces like the Emperor's Throne Room and maybe you have to buy two to complete the whole thing or the Trash Compactor or you know anything like that. Um, and you could build as big or as small a Death Star as you wanted. And um, we're seeing that with a Tantive IV uh, set coming out later. And so just everything combined, and when I set it up, I just looked at it. I was like, this looks awesome. And then I put all the figures on it and, and everything and lit it up, and I was I was completely impressed with it. I, I wasn't sure how the staircases were going to look, and I thought they looked fantastic. I've got mine set up with Han being frozen and all that, but then I've got on the top of one of the staircases, I've got Luke and Vader dueling and um, tried to match up their poses exactly with the movie and everything. And I just loved it. The, the more I played with it, this is one of those things that I really, really look forward to. And when I got it, I was I didn't feel disappointed at all. I and I paid full price. I got two right at once, and um, I think it's amazing. I, I absolutely love the set. And so I know I'm going against everybody else's worst thing of the year, but I thought it was awesome. All right, Matt, what was the uh, best three and three quarter inch vehicles playset? Okay, well, Ryan, remember I said the carbon freeze chamber was had an asterisk. It was good. <laughs> it just was the worst of the good. I... Um, my favorite um, is going to be the Millennium Falcon. Um, I think that was the best. I mean, and that's a testament to how good it was the first time around. Um, and, you know, they took something that was, even though it's over 10 years old, well over 10 years old, um, it's still the best vehicle they've ever made and you know they added hondo stuff so it's even better um you know the price point uh yeah a little iffy there um but um i'm glad they found a way to bring it back um i hope they make enough money off of it to subsidize making other stuff going forward i guess i mean i don't know but uh I mean, yeah, if that Millennium Falcon's on the market, I think it's always going to be the best vehicle available. Next year, they could re-release the MTT. <laughs> they could. <laughs> <laughs> they have a lot of success with Phantom Menace stuff, don't they? Yeah. Uh, why would they release uh, the MTT next year? Because it's very big and expensive, and why not? It <laughs> ties into no media whatsoever. They, we don't know that. We do you know, not know the, that. With the all the stuff that that's coming, with the, the 20 thing. shows that are coming out next year or in the next five years, we could very well see MTTs. That's and we could, the, but we have seen the Turbo Tank in Rogue One. We saw a yeah. variant of it in the Mandalorian. That's re-released. That tur- the Turbo Tank is awesome. They should yes. re-release that. That's a great yeah, toy. It's solid. Kids can play with it, and it doesn't fall apart. That would be awesome. a great choice. That would be a okay. good choice, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Chris, what was the best three and three Okay, well, I said the freezing chamber was my worst. It's also my best. Wow. Uh, so conflicted about this one. <laughs> so conflicted about it, because part of me absolutely loves this set. 
when that thing is lit, the photography I've been seeing on Facebook is amazing. It is a great looking set when you exclude out a few of the small problems with it. Uh, the packaging looks great. Um, it's a fun set. I like it, especially if you get it on sale. If you can get it on $30, it shouldn't even be a question. Like that's an automatic buy. I got mine for 40 a piece and I feel that was a fair price. I pre-ordered two at full price, but then I, you know, GameStop had a discount. So I went with a slightly better deal, but um, you know, the Falcon is an amazing vehicle. The slave one is an amazing vehicle, but they're very pricey and they're, they're, they're repacks. And I've got to give a little extra credit to something that's new. And um, yeah. So All right. both my best and worst vehicle play set of the year is the carbon freezing chamber. <laughs> Jason, what was your best for three and three quarter inch vehicle slash play set? Well, mine has an asterisk because it's no one has it yet. It's the razor crest. And, you know, I guess time will tell when, you know, people start to receive it, if it lives up to the hype that it has gotten. And, you know, we've gone through the whole deal where, well, it was destroyed in the show and people don't even have it yet and everything else. But um, I, I think that one wins out just because, A, it's priced cheaper than a repacked Millennium Falcon that has does have some new stuff. It's got a updated deco and it's got some new sounds and it includes you know a couple pack-in figures and whatnot. But uh, the Razor Crest, you know, it's it's what's hot right now as far as um, new media. You know, Mandalorian is the most popular Star Wars thing right now. I expect it will be for a while. Um, so yeah, I went with with that. Hopefully, it does live up to the hype. I'm going to have to consult with the judges because I, I don't think we can consider that a 2020 release. <laughs> we paid for it in 2020. We we did pay for it, so maybe we can go off that technicality. Well, then the Tantive playset would be on the board and so many other figures would be on the board. Right, right. Um, yeah, but we didn't pay for those necessarily. Those are usually they come out when when they ship. Oh so. yeah, yeah. We haven't technically paid for it. You could go with the technicality there. <laughs> if if we're going with the if we're invoking the the rule, um, I would go with the Millennium Falcon just because, um, you know the the BMF is the best vehicle outside of the barge that was available at retail um again they updated the deco to make it more accurate um they could have easily not included more phrases and whatnot for the galaxy's edge park um including a brand new figure like hondo uh is is a great uh choice um it includes what else does it include i think that's it it's, it includes the porgs, porgs. Yeah, it works. Um, you know, it's exclusive to Target, but it's not that initially it was kind of hard to get, you know, kind of sold out like right away. But, you know, I could go to my Target right now and buy one if I wanted it. Um, there's one on the shelf, so it's it's not unobtainable. So it's available online right now. Yeah. So is it a return? No, it's Target? it's 
it may be a return. I don't know, but it's it looks undamaged. I or as far as it looks un unmolested as far as it has not been opened or whatnot. So. Um, <laughs> You're going to open it and find one of those solo falcons inside. (laughs) Oh! There's bricks in there or something. All right. Jake, what about you? I'm going with... um, I'm going with the falcon, just because, uh, like Jason said, um, I feel like it was a... It was a nice nod. I mean, well, first of all, it's already a really impressive ship. You know, we've had it for a while now a decade plus but it's still um it still holds up it's fantastic they didn't skimp they didn't change anything uh they actually just added more to it now the price point is horrifying of course (laughs) but once you get past that you do get uh you get both uh deflectors uh radar dishes you get um you get the two figures and hondo was that that was the debut of hondo you know and the carded version came later so that was an exclusive figure there you get exclusive repaints to the porgs you um and like jason said they didn't need to but i was very happy that they did put in the galaxy's edge uh, voice chip or option on there so um you know if, if you're into photo- photography and taking pictures of your figures this is a fantastic set um if you are a fan of galaxy's edge which i happen to be this is also a highlight and a centerpiece to your experience to anyone that's been to batu so um yeah i mean again the the options out there aren't uh you know aren't aren't great the i, I want to say the imperial troop transport was the best just because i love that vehicle from childhood but you know it is pretty simple in design so i can't give it the detail that um that the falcon has so the falcon all right i was gonna go with the uh carbonite freeze chamber also is the best but i for some reason i thought was thinking the troop transport was released in 2019 but that does not appear to be the case, so I'm definitely going with Imperial Troop Transport. I love that vehicle. It looks so nice. It looks great with figures set up inside of it. When that thing showed up in The Mandalorian last year, I out loud yelled, oh, my God. Like, my <laughs> wife was upstairs. She's like, what's going on? I was like, the Imperial Troop Transport is in The Mandalorian. Like, I couldn't believe it. Like, it was just crazy. So that is definitely my pick. Um Although I think the Falcon is a good re-release, and that's nice for people who wanted, who couldn't get the first version and still really wanted one, and then people who did get the first version but just wanted another one. Uh, so yeah. All right, let's uh, move away from Hasbro and go to the worst non-Hasbro Star Wars figure. And Ryan, all the way back to you. This this was hard. Um, a lot of the stuff. Well, the, the biggest problem here is it, with Hasbro, and I'm, I'm a completist, so I buy everything. And so there's always those things I bought this. I'm like, oh, I don't like this. But you know, outside of Hasbro, I only buy the stuff I like. So it's like now I have to go look at things I didn't buy and, and try to figure out what was bad. And ultimately, it came down a line here. I, I, I guess I could put it on one figure, but. Uh, the uh, it's usually one of my favorites, the Bandai uh, model kit figures. 
Uh, I've been buying those for years. I absolutely love them, and yet they've become so stagnant. Uh, you know, in the last year or two, and this year, I'm trying to even think if there was anything really released. If there was, it was a redone droid. Um, I know there was a Kylo Ren for Rise of Skywalker put out. I don't know if that was at the end of last year or the early this year, but they have yet to do anything from Mandalorian. They've had they have so many options to, because they've usually been going with droids or helmeted figures. And there's so much that they could do, and they seem to have gone really stagnant, and it's been one of my favorite things. And it's just, I, I think I looked, I don't I don't see anything really new I bought this year from that. I bought a couple of, like, another R2-D2 and another droid and stuff like that. But uh, unfortunately, i got to go with the Bandai model kit figures this year. All right. Matt, what about you? Yeah, I'm in the same boat as Ryan. It's like that. You know, if I didn't like it enough to buy it, you know, I don't really remember it. Um, I'm going to go with, although I did buy these, um, the Diamond Select toys, the the new ones, the Boba Fett and the Darth Maul. Not because they're necessarily bad, uh, especially the Boba Fett. It's all right. It's just it's unnecessary. I mean, it's I'm so sick of new lines, new scales. Um, these just sort of popped up. And, you know, I know they're exclusive to the Disney stores and the parks, I guess. Um, but, I mean, again, you know, it's like it was they're completely It just sort of muddies the whole marketplace. The same problem I have with the Galaxy Adventure stuff and um, whatever the little ones are called that we haven't and talked about And the 10-inch figures. And, and the 10-inch. <laughs> I mean, you pick an inch and there's a figure for it. I mean, pretty much. I think if you could start, you could go from... 15 on down and find something at each each level um so yeah i mean i'll go with these not because they're specifically bad toys but just because i don't i don't i wish they weren't out there yeah i can understand that uh chris yeah i didn't have a good answer for this until i started pulling up some pages of just like okay what is out there in star wars toys because I, I, anything that's I don't collect is kind of off my radar and I don't pay much attention to it, but it's something that I realize it's been annoying me every time I go to retail for the last at least three, if not six months, it's all baby Yoda. <laughs> I don't even own a baby Yoda yet. I have some on pre-order from the vintage collection or the retro collection. I am so sick of the oversaturation of baby Yoda everywhere. It's like the only thing you can find at retail. That's what, so anything with a baby Yoda on it pretty much right now, I'm just kind of like, I don't hate it, but I just like, I'm tired of it. I'm done with it. I still like the character in the show. Don't get me wrong. I like the character. I'm just sick of the merchandise. And it's just yeah. I know. the hand sanitizer and the. Oh. whatever else I can All right. it seems like a lot of things focus more on on uh, grogu instead of the mandalorian himself you know the title character of the show and I, yeah yeah i, I kind of get that yeah uh jason um i went with the disney toy box uh how i've dubbed it as dwarf um darth maul looks really weird when you look at like a loose shot of it. The legs are so short. It looks like, I don't, I mean, I'm dating myself probably, but um, there was a (laughs) 
Tim Conway character yeah. that he played, oh, where, yeah. where he would be on be on his knees and have shoes on his knees, so it makes him look super short. And that's what this mall comes across as to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he used to sell VHS tapes of that on inf- like yes. <laughs> commercials oh, yeah. for VHS. Dwarf the best is Dorf. Right. And I just can't I can't not look at that mall and not think of Dorf. So that was my worst. It, it, it made me also this was the figure that made me stop collecting all of the of the uh, Disney toy box figures. All right. You're making a lot of uh, changes this 2020. Huh? Jake. It's like a cleanse. <laughs> Jake, what about you? Um, so I just opened my mall just this morning and uh, it was fine. The Disney Select Mall. And so I'm just trying to think of lines outside of Hasbro. Um, I have no no complaints with the mall. It's what, you know, Black Series should be. Extra hands, extra accessories, so on and so forth. But I think we've had that discussion before. Um, so I think that my least favorite non-Hasbro figure uh, for 2020 is going to have to be, and again, this is a line that's near and dear to my heart, it's uh, this holiday's um, BBH20 from the Disney Droid Factory line. And the reason I went with this most recent uh, Christmas droid, because they they do one every year for Halloween and Christmas, and then sometimes they do other miscellaneous holidays like May the 4th or D23 or something. Um, but this past Christmas, there was really just, it was just red and white. It was a BB-8 droid just repainted red and white. There wasn't any extra thought put into it. Um, in the past, the holiday droids have come with like a little hand on top of his head with like a, the um, the holly, you know, and or a, or a Santa hat or a toboggan and they're painted in Christmas colors. This is just a red and white droid. It, it, it just had really little thought. There was no extra accessories to it. So um, I, I felt it was a subpar entry into this line, which is now going back to what, 2015. So that's where my entry is. All right. I'm going, I don't, this is hard for me because I have not been paying attention at all to anything on Hasbro this year, but I would go with the toy box figures, any of them. I, I don't like them. I think they look weird in the vehicles, the way they don't, the way they kind of pop out. And uh, I don't even know which ones came out this year, but uh, Jason says the mall's the worst one. I'll go with that one. <laughs> all right. Moving on to the best, the best uh, non-Hasbro action figure of the year, Ryan. Um, I've got a two-parter here. Sorry. Um, so the first one I, I think is kind of obvious that Diamond Select Boba Fett is absolutely awesome. Um, it wasn't something I expected. I picked it up and I, I just the it looks so darn good and all the effects it's got on it, like the the uh, flames coming out of the rocket and the uh, blaster effect and all that. I, I just really like that figure, but it's, it, it's like the easy choice, but really my favorite figure. And this is where I have to do the two parter. Cause there's the high end stuff. I got the hot toys, uh, Endor Leia with uh, wicket this year. And that is truly outstanding. I mean, hot toys is always awesome, but um, Endor Leia has always been one of my favorite outfits 
And um, going back to just vintage days, it was like my favorite Leia outfit from vintage days. That was my my regular Leia I played with. And so when this came out, I got it, and I was not disappointed. Um, all the different accessories it comes with, uh, and the Wicket is pretty cool, too, because uh, I bought the deluxe set, of course. And uh, it just blew me away. The likeness is fantastic, and uh, it made me want to buy more hot toys, unfortunately. Um, but uh, I would definitely go with uh, the Endor Hot Toys uh, Princess Leia. All right. Matt, what about you? Um. Yeah, I was going to just take the easy way out and pick the uh, Hot Toys Mandalorian, but I mean, that's sort of like a gimme. Um, I don't know. So I've got like two, and I feel sort of shamed. One of them is the Toy Box Mandalorian with Baby Yoda, which is like checking off everybody's hate boxes. <laughs> um, but I love it. I love this line. I think they're really cool. I, I mean, I liked it back when there was the disney infinities video game and they had the the figures the well the little whatever interactive things that went with that that and these are sort of based on that same design um and there's what i mean this one is uh the most recent one and it's like number 18 so in a couple you know they're not flooding the market with these things i like them and the mandalorian with baby yoda grogu whatever you want to call them it's pretty cool uh the other thing that i really liked and i don't know why but is that mattel i don't know if it counts as an action figure it's like the, the plush mattel babu frick that I they had in target you know, the, <laughs> i knew you were gonna go there <laughs> that thing uh yeah. i love this babu frick i got it on my desk here and it's you know some of the best money i spent this year so if that counts as an action figure that's my pick <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's a doll. Doll action figure. That's fine. Um, Chris. Uh, I have two that are, well, actually one's a pre-order, so I guess technically it's not going to be available till next year. That would be the Royal Guard premium format figure. Uh, it's $500, and it's just not in my budget. But uh, it looks pretty cool. But it is a next year item. One item that was released this year and also just came out insanely expensive was the SH Figure Arts Emperor with Royal Guard set. And I was not able to get my hands on that. So but those would be my favorites of this year that are non-Hasbro. All right. Jason, what about you? Um. I kind of have a tie. One of them, I I started paying for this year, but it hasn't come out yet officially. Um, Hot Toys Ahsoka. Um, I absolutely adore her as a character. And I, you know, this the final season of Clone Wars was just uh, amazing with her in it and Maul. And as soon as it went up for pre-order, I, I knew I had to have it. Um, but again, that one kind of gets a caveat because it's not officially available this year. Um, so my runner up would be, it's not really an action figure, but it does kind of move would be my life size Grogu that I got from sideshow. Um, it is absolutely 100% screen accurate as far as I can tell. Um, it's, it's a great looking figure. My, my wife even likes it, which is, you know, she tolerates my star Wars fandom for the most part, but she's hardcore into the show along with me. And she, 
usually when I bring toys home, she'll ask me if, if it's something I'm going to keep or if it's something I'm going to sell or what are we going to do with that or <laughs> something to that effect. But as soon as I unbox it and put it on uh, display uh, in our TV viewing room in the basement, it it's still there. So it's got like the wife's sign of approval. So I I might choose that one as my go-to best non-Hasbro Star Wars figure for the year. All right. Jake, what about you? All right. So uh, back to the Droid Factory line from Disney. Um, the Droid Depot 5 pack this year mm. had um, that came out just, uh, you know, essentially a few weeks ago. Um, you know, I, again, it's the tertiary characters. Everyone's going to make Mando. Everyone's going to make Baby Yoda. Everyone's going to make Luke and Vader. Who's going to make Buford? That's who I want to acknowledge, right? Who's going to make the loading droids? Who's going to make the background characters, the R1s? And so uh, that's why that set, and specifically BR-72 gets my vote as best uh, figure. Um, It's a great Build-A-Droid line. All the pieces come off, um, and and they can potentially interact with all the other Build-A-Droids that's been in the line. So that's my vote yeah jake that's my vote too i don't have that i don't have that figure yet but i gotta get it i gotta start looking on ebay or whatever i need to do but i need to get that buford-esque figure i've been watching those must have price goes down yeah (laughs) yep um all right so now it's time for uh worst non-action figure star wars toy Starting to scrape the bottom of the barrel now. Uh, <laughs> Matt, no Ryan, sorry Ryan, over to you. Ah, this is this is tough. Um, again, we have to look like at things we don't buy, and uh, ultimately, I went with something that probably people will like out there. It's something we don't talk a lot about on our show, but with Lego, and there was a uh, new set. It was the Emperor's Throne Room uh, put out. And it's not that it's a bad set. Uh, it's basically the same set that they did, uh, what, five, six years ago. And it's a great set. And I know they updated this one, but ultimately, look at it. Like, it's the same set, just slightly updated. And I know they've done a few sets like that before. But I just kind of looked at that, and for the price of it, I was like, really? Really? Really, Lego? You couldn't have done something more? Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm scraping here. I, I could say, like, just Hot Wheels being hard to find in general all of a sudden or uh, uh, anything like that. But that that Lego set just made me really scratch my head and wonder why why Lego put that out. All right. Matt, what was the worst non-action figure Star Wars toy of 2020? Okay, I think, well, I'm hearkening back to something you, a point you made earlier, Jason, that my worst non-action figure item is the worst because for action figure reasons, and that's the Mandalorian Monopoly uh-huh. or Mandopoly or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. Because you got to pay 50 bucks for a stupid Monopoly game, which could be the worst game ever invented just to get an action figure that should be on its own for 10 bucks. That's actually uh, a good version of the game. I will tell you that it doesn't take as long to play and it was fun. I did try it. it. 
Okay. Doesn't matter, Ryan. I'll, Doesn't I'll, matter. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I will never you... play it. I've opened it up. I took the figure out, and now it's like it's sort of like that Seinfeld episode where they're trying to get rid of the muffin stumps, you know. And <laughs> like I tried to give this game away to somebody, they go, "Where's the action figure?" How many of those Monopoly games are on eBay right now without the action figure? Oh, geez. Right. That would be a lot, I bet. Whatever. Yeah. So because they made you pay 50 bucks for a Monopoly game to get this action figure, that's the worst non-action figure toy of the year. Yes. Chris, what was the worst non-action figure toy of the year? Well, I guess my last selection for worst also really applies for this category. I'm just the oversaturation of Baby Yoda everywhere. It's just, it's all I see when I go looking at retail. And I don't go a ton, but it's just, (laughs) it's so disheartening. Like every time you walk down the aisle, it's like, oh, well, there's about a dozen Baby Yodas and no vintage collection figures. And usually no Black Series figures either. So not that I'm going for them, but, you know, (laughs) they're not even available most of the time. All right. So, Baby Yoda, you're the worst non-action figure Star Wars toy of the year. Yes. According to Chris. In all your iterations. Not even sure what that means, but I'll accept that answer. Uh, Jason, what about you? Um, I went with the Battle Bobblers from Hasbro. Oh, good Uh, call. I forgot about those. They've been... I don't know what would have possessed them to make such a thing, (laughs) other than they needed to fill a skew a price point and a peg space it's they're glorified uh, chip clips with you know star wars characters on them that you would i don't know you would not buy otherwise and i still have it. i i believe so pretty sure they, yeah they came out the same time the uh mission series stuff started coming out i looked the... through my old toy fair folks because i was gonna pick those but yeah well yeah yeah that's a good one yeah i just I don't. Yeah. I don't know any any person that has bought them, wanting them. Like, yeah. People people might collect them out of a focus need or a obligation need for a certain this and that, but you know, not me. I I can't see the point and I can't see the reason why they thought that would be a good idea. Is it the only place you can get a cooked porg? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Yeah, Matt, I think they showed those at Toy Fair a couple years ago, and we didn't think they'd ever really come out, and then this year they came out. Okay, because, yeah, I did, they weren't on the Hasbro display this year, but... Yeah. Yeah, they, that's, well, either way. I didn't think they would ever come out, but they did. Uh, Jake, what was the worst non-action figure Star Wars toy? Oh, my goodness gracious. You know, I, (laughs) uh, it's a hard one. Um, you know, I could pick a all red, uh, no, actually, um, what is the artist who does the Funko Pops in the, just the, the zany, the Futura, the Futura? Yeah. Yeah. Um, almost every one of those makes me cringe because they just don't have any rhyme or reason to them. Um, uh, so, you know, for not counting Funko Pop as a figure, which is debatable, I guess, on your, uh, definition of figure, it was either one of those Fatura, Fatura 
Vader's or Jawa's or, you know, whatever I see uh, people lining up at Target to get from time to time. Um, or it's the reissue of um, the Hot Wheels. You know, they, they have the car. They have the car line, the character car. And they also have the, you know, just the ship's line, the replica line. And for some reason, the Darth Maul that they reissued again. I know it's been out a few years before, but they reissued it again this year. The Darth Maul on his speeder bike just looks just too oversized. I don't know what it is, but I just don't I'm not a big fan of that uh, die cast figure uh, or vehicle. So um, that's my that's my throw up between uh, Futura Pops and that Maul Hot Wheel. Mine is the uh, the Ma- the Mandalorian uh, Monopoly board that comes <laughs> with the figure. It's just it's bad, 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 bad. I'm surprised, Matt, you don't like uh, Monopoly because I just watched the documentary that's on uh, it's either Hulu or or Netflix about Monopoly and everyone. It seemed like everyone who was competing for like the national the world monopoly title we're all attorneys or previous attorneys or lawyers so i thought well, it i never being... played monopoly since i went to law school so maybe <laughs> maybe i'll have a different perspective than i did when i was eight i've got a monopoly board for sale real cheap if you need one. <laughs> I, I got one sitting about 10 feet away from me. i actually how many of us have like 10 of those monopoly games we have no idea have why couple, yeah over the i have superman return superman returns monopoly I Why? Have I have no idea. One. I still have episode one <laughs> hanging around. I think I have Elvis Monopoly. I have. Oh God! Why do we? I don't even know why we have those. Yeah, um, I okay. Those, I bought those first two Star Wars ones, and after that, I'm like, okay, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go to the best non-action figure Star Wars toy. And Ryan, back to you. I got two answers. I'm gonna go with probably less people are gonna pick here. Um, the, uh, Lego, I'll go back to Lego here, the Cantina, uh, playset that Lego put out. It's expensive. I don't have it. I may have it one day. I don't know. It's something I'd love to pick up, but it looks so cool. And it's got so many extra characters in it. And I, I, I'm a sucker for big Lego sets as it is. And so, uh, I've been looking at that, really thinking about it and, uh, it looks amazing. And uh, I'll leave you guys to, to probably pick what I also I was going to pick. But I'm going to go with that uh, Lego Cantina set. All right. What about you, Matt? Um, I'm going to go with um, the Darth Sidious FX uh, Elite lightsaber. I just actually got it a couple weeks ago. But um, it's really cool. And these the ones where the, you know, the blades come out, and this is one of them. I mean, they've really come a long way since back in the day when I guess it was Master Replicas started them. It's really cool. It changes color. It does all sorts of stuff. Uh, I love the ones that you can buy at Disney at the at the park. Um, but these are the Hasbro ones, and it's uh, it's really good. And they had a, another uh, uh, Darth Revan earlier in the year, and that that's just as good as well. So they're a little pricey, but if you've pay attention and get them on coop you know have a coupon or something like that um they're really cool so uh, so yeah i'm going with the uh darth sidious lightsaber all right chris what about you um again yeah 
outside of Hasbro action figures, I really don't collect toys that much. So this is a category I kind of struggle with. Uh, I love Ryan's uh, suggestion of the, uh, the the Cantina Lego set. That thing is freaking sweet. And also, I really love the Bespin Duel Lego set with Vader and um, Luke on the gantry. Um, but that was, like, insanely hard to find, if I remember right. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Those, those two would be uh, probably my favorites, I'd have to say. All right. Jason, what about you? Um, I'm going with the um, the Galaxy's Edge slash uh, Disney Parks Ahsoka Tano's lightsaber hilts. Um, I've, like I said, I've I like Ahsoka as a character. I like being able to get her her hilts. Um, you know, you could get the various, you know, uh, Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader and all the other main characters uh, for a while now, but being able to get her lightsabers has been uh, a good, uh, good option for, for Ahsoka collectors. So the clone wars hilts or the rebels hilts, the rebels hilts. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jake. Okay. Now I expect no one to support this choice for the best, uh, non-figure um even though it's called figures they're not figures um the disney store puts out the figurine sets every time a new media comes out and yes i know the paint yeah well you call them the ones that are all warped and bent out of shape and stuff i was gonna say they can be hit and miss depending on quality of uh whether their eyeballs are actually painted on their eyes Um, sunlight right um, but I have collected these figurine sets all the way back to back when, you know, Star Wars weekends in the 90s. Remember, they had a few sets uh, that came out then. And I have just always done the Star Wars figurine sets. And then when the Disney shops started putting out, you know, annual sets to represent the you know newest movies and now media. Um, so the Mandalorian set, I mean, for 25 bucks. Think about it. What we like is we like small interpretations of the characters we like on the screen. And for 25 bucks, you get the Incinerator, the Armorer, Moff Gideon, IG-80, uh, IG-11, a Yoda, a Baby Yoda, Quill, Cara Dune, Grief, and Beskar Mando. I can't say I can get any of those, all of those, in either the 6-inch or the 3 and 3 quarter line. So this is a line where immediately with one purchase – I get a full cast of characters that represents the media that I'm really enjoying. And so that's what I've always been happy about this. Like last year's sets was the only way. And I know that I know that uh, Funko offered them as exclusives throughout uh, different places. But last year's sets at the Disney uh, store was the only way to get a complete set, an easy way to get a complete set of the Knights of Ren. I mean, because Hasbro's. Not I didn't even know they did that last year. That sounds yeah. actually kind of cool. They had they had two sets. They had a villain set and a hero set. And in the villain set, they had all seven Knights of Ren. Well, six, including uh, Ren, right, or uh, Kylo. And so I just feel like that is an easy way to get the characters uh, that you really like. And so that's why I always look forward to this. And yes, I got this Mando set. I forgot to mention it for Christmas this year. So. I am now 100% complete on all these figurine sets going back to 
heck, the 90s, I think. I will right. say, Jake, the nice thing about those is they're pretty close to three and three quarter inch scale, too. So right? you can like fill in the back of like a diorama with that stuff, too. I mean, because, yeah, like you said, I'm not going to get all these figures anymore in the scale that I prefer, which is three and three quarter. And right now you can't even get all these figures in six inch right now. So this is an easy way to kind of like, you know, fill that hole that, you know, currently is happening year after year with Hasbro because of so much media coming. And guess what? Remember when has remember when Star Wars was going to slow down and they weren't going to make anything and just take a little break? Well, that lasted zero amount of time. All right. My pick is the uh, Hasbro Black Series Boba Fett helmet. Thank you, Jason. I was waiting for somebody to say it. And the Empire Strikes Back. It's very nice. I really like those Black Series helmets. I collect uh, just the original trilogy ones, um, and I've they look great. They just really make nice display pieces. So, so that's my pick. All right, now it's time for the absolute worst Star Wars toy of 2020. Any ca- all categories. Just what was the absolute worst thing that came out this year? You can only pick one thing. The biggest letdown. The of biggest Star Wars. offender. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go back to what I started off the show with, and that is repaints, repaints, repaints. I know in um, toy companies that they need to uh, use, re- reuse sculpts um, you know, to get their money's worth out of them. And we look at things like the Marvel line where they can create bucks and reuse those bucks over and over again for different characters. And um, I know Star Wars needs to do it, but we have seen just too much this year. And, you know, I don't mind it here once in a while, but like I talked about the Stormtroopers at the beginning, it reminds me of back when Sideshow was kind of the big thing. And Sideshow did a Stormtrooper and a Clone Trooper. And then they did, it seemed like for the next two years, all they did was Stormtroopers and Clone Troopers. At that point, I was almost a completist with Sideshow, and I just stopped. I was like, I can't do this. This is ridiculous. I don't want all this. And Hasbro did that this year. When we look at especially, you know, the second half of the year, we look at things like the carbonized figures. I mean, how many carbonized figures did we get? Three and three quarter inch and six inch. Um, I will discount the 40th anniversary Empire figures because that kind of took the place of the archive stuff uh, in some ways. But um, then we look at the credit collection and we look at the the holiday editions and you know how many different versions of some of the stuff we got over and over again. Repaint, repaint, repaint. I mean, you look at three and three quarter inch Mandalorian stuff. And we only had three figures for a while, and then we got the same three figures carbonized again. And it was like, give us something new. And um, you know, I've, I've heard stories about that, why Hasbro uh, did some of that. But it just seemed a bit overload on repainting of existing sculpts. Uh, even when we look at the vehicles like Slave One and the Millennium Falcon, both being uh, repaints this year, too. Um it just it was too much, too much for one year. If they'd spaced that out over a couple of years, it wouldn't have been as bad. But all of that coming in one year was just too much. All right. Matt, what was the worst Star Wars toy of 2020? Um, well, I'm going to – and I mean, I had this written down. I can prove it. But um, I was going <laughs> to say uh, what Chris has been saying all night, uh, the, the overwhelming baby Yodas. Um on you know, I don't know how many different 
scale not not scales but versions of the child were on shelves leading up to christmas and it was you know some of them were okay like that 60 dollar hasbro one that like talks and moves and all oh, that it's it was so really, good that's it's, really good toy it's but so good there were a lot of i mean my kid from my from his grandparents got a you know three or four different you know sort of cheapo baby yodas over the past couple months and at christmas um it's just it was overwhelming and i mean but it wasn't i remember looking at a at the shelves at at walmart up above where they store the boxes back in like October, maybe before the big rush into Christmas, but when they were beginning to stock up and, you know, I'm looking for, you know, normal stuff, action figures, vintage collection, black series, and it's box after box after box of star Wars, but the child. And I thought they're, we're going to be looking at this stuff for years. This is an episode one level disaster coming along. It's all gone. It all sold. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, from their point of view, I'm sure My, it was the right thing to do. Um, but, you know, from a collector's point of view, I think, you know, we're wondering where all the stuff was. Well, the buyers at Walmart and Target and all that said people were, were either decided or were told kids want Baby Yoda. So they bought Baby Yoda stuff and they put it on the shelves and it sold. Um, that, but it was just too much. It was overwhelming and... um. I mean, I'm I'm surprised if you had asked me a year ago with the if the if the baby Yoda fad was gonna last or was it a fad, I would have said, oh yeah, give it six months. <laughs> and okay, it was a weird year in so many different ways, but he's just as popular as ever. But you know, I'd like him to to ease off a little bit going forward. I, I think that goes a long way to a lot of those people who aren't collectors or big Star Wars fans. They just love it. I mean. I see it from my own students. They they'll talk about Baby Yoda all the time. They, mm -hmm. they love the character. Oh yeah, yeah. Before the everybody knows him. Yeah. Before everybody the lockdown, before the lockdown, and when I was actually working in an office, people would talk about Baby Yoda who didn't even like Star Wars. Didn't just... my um my sister who doesn't really like Star Wars. I don't think she's even seen any of the maybe she's seen one or two of the movies. She. Loves Baby Yoda over Christmas. Oh, I don't really like Star Wars, but I love Baby Yoda. <laughs> so they hit a they they hit something right, but yeah, it's getting overwhelming. I think it's a little different than Episode One though, because they're really pushing Jar Jar in '99 with tons of Jar Jar merchandise, and I don't think people ultimately really loved Jar Jar at the time. Over the years, oh, no. I think fondness has grown, and people I think now looking back say, "Oh yeah, I kind of like Jar Jar," but at the time, I don't think it was. There was no, like, insatiable demand for Jar Jar stuff. Uh, who are we at? Chris, what was the worst Star Wars toy of 2020? I'm going to guess you're going to uh, say Baby Yoda. Much as I would like to talk about the five POAs, <laughs> actually going to that for a second, the Stormtrooper that came out that's holding his rifle, I love that figure. And it's a five POA. It is perfect for doing lined up stormtroopers it has enough of a kind of a semi-action pose that they're just amazing and you can't get them for less than like 18 dollars a piece now but wow. going back to the topic at hand um yeah the the repacking that's being done by hasbro is getting really excessive and i feel like the 
the holiday edition six inch figures were just the poster child for what's wrong with action figures right now. So <laughs> All right. that entire line. Jason, what was the worst Star Wars toy of 2020? Um, this one's a kind of a tough one. Um, I have an actual pick, but then I kind of have an act, uh, a category pick as well. Um, the worst for me, I guess, would be the introduction of another scale of action figures that was not needed. And that would be the nine inch scale of figures. Um, these are basically your yeah. uh, budget slash value type line of figures where they've already had like a six inch one. They've already had, well, you know, they have the, uh, the mission fleet, but they introduced another scale when they already had like a 12 inch scale that they've been running for, you know, 10 years now, at least Well, going back to what, at least 12, 12. Mm-hmm. When they went over to like the heroes, Titans, type right. 12 inch five. PLA yeah. Line. It's just, yeah. They had, I think it even goes back farther than that. Cause weren't there t- the 12 inch ones for like um, revenge of the Sith with the lava packaging. No, well, they did the those are the 3D ones. Those are the okay. 3D releases. Remember, we're in 12 and supposed to be 13. Okay, that's 2012. Right. I mean, there were 12 yeah. inch yeah. figures for Revenge of the Sith, but yeah, they're not but... the same as the shampoo bottles. Right. No. Yeah. Right. Start, they, they started in 2012. Right. And yeah. you know, they they have an established track record of these coming out with every new media, like um, with the Last Jedi and with Solo and. Uh, know the phantom menace but they didn't have it for um the mandalorian which would have you could have easily sold 12 inch versions of the mandalorian all day long in his different looks but they didn't and they introduced this weird nine inch scale that you know you've got i think there's a luke a vader stormtrooper there may be a kylo ren i can't remember there's a kylo ren yes yeah right so again it's just another thing that is trying to fill a slot that doesn't need to be filled. And that gets my vote for the, for the worst, at least the, it's kind of like a, a serious misjudgment of what the, what the line or what the property or the license needs. So. Yeah. And they're, and they're not easy to find either. I mean, I've still only been able to track down two of them. Right. Like I you'll always... see them. You can see him at like Walgreens. Walgreens. Yeah. Yeah. Walgreens has like Luke Jedi and is there one other that they well, have right now? Well, I found now? Walgreens and Kylo Ren at or Luke and Kylo Ren at Walgreens. All right. Oh, and see, and I've seen the other two. I've seen Vader and Stormtrooper, First Order Stormtrooper at my Walgreens. Hmm. So I need to hit some more Walgreens apparently to see the other uh, the other half of the line. But yeah, that was uh, that was um, that was second. My second least favorite um, Star Wars toy of the year, because, again, most everything Jason said, it's uh, it's not needed. It's a new scale. It's hard to find. It's it's, you know, they're like three POA. Actually, they're not even five POA. Uh, Their legs don't articulate. Um, But what I went with, actually, was something that also just barely articulates at all. And. Hasbro, we've been talking about the massive amounts of Baby Yoda out there. Hasbro's released about three different 
uh, six to seven inch baby Yodas. They have the animatronic one that Matt mentioned. Uh, my son got it for Christmas from Grandma, and it is awesome. The thing is so stinking cute. The way it coos and and ahs and speaks and and reaches up its hand and and tries to pull the force and takes naps. It's it's fantastic. Um, and then there's a talking baby Yoda that's got more plush so you can squeeze its belly but it's still got a plastic head and it comes with some like a little soup bowl and a frog right I don't know how much the animatronic is I think it's 30 or 40 or something but 60. I know that 60 okay yeah. awesome yeah so <laughs> it's 60 um, and then the talking is 25 but then Hasbro also released another downgraded version that's just a figure. It is essentially the equivalent of the 12 inch figures that we were just talking about that don't exist this year. Now it's only six, six and a half inches, but it is just a one like hunk of hollow plastic. Its arms move up and down. It comes with zero accessories. It doesn't have any electronics. It makes no sounds. It doesn't do anything. It's got mesmerizing eyes. They like to use, instead of painting eyes, they put in like that marble, like, you know, like marble type technology. I don't know if technology is the right word, but you know what I'm talking about. When you're using, you know, dolls, you can either paint eyes on or you can put like marble um, pieces in it. So that is about the coolest thing about it, right? Because it's got like its head moves and its both shoulders move to raise its arms. So it's a three POA figure that's mostly hollow, does nothing, comes with zero accessories, and it's $20. It's only $5 less than the talking one that has that's more cuddly, that comes with more uh, accessories, and even speaks. And so that gets my vote as kind of the worst figure out there this year, the worst Star Wars toy, because it just it, it it should be an eight dollar toy, but it retails at 20. So that's uh, that's my call. All right. My pick for worst Star Wars toy is that Mandalorian Monopoly game. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst one. All right. You haven't even right. played it yet, right? It could be your most favorite version of Monopoly. There is a 0% chance I will ever play that game. It's actually fun to play. I'm going to tell you that right now. I was impressed. Uh, okay. What was the best Star Wars toy of the year? Ryan? Uh, part of me wants to say the Carbon Freeze Chamber because I loved it so much. But uh, I, I ultimately thought about well, what was my favorite purchase of the year, Star Wars purchase of the year. And I've got to go back with that that Hot Toys uh, Endor Leia. I, I just I think it's a great piece. It's sitting right here in my den, right next to me, and uh, it just everything about it. I don't think I discussed this earlier, but you can take off a piece of the hair to make the helmet fit right. Um, you can take off the cloak, and you have like that General Leia outfit underneath. It has uh, special pieces you put on the base to give you an Endor feel. Comes with extra helmets. Uh, Although it seemed like it was supposed to be for the like an Ewok drum set, but you don't get the pieces to put that. as like a Stormtrooper helmet and a uh, um, Death Squad Commander helmet. But uh, I just I love the set. The the okay. Wicket looks far better than the initial um, pictures showed on the website. Uh, it's not perfect. The, the fur is always going to give issues with that sort of thing. But it's just so well done. Um, I mean, Hot Toys makes great stuff anyway. Uh, but this... I've been avoiding Hot Toys. Granted, I bought two this year with uh, the Bespin Leia and the Endor Leia. 
But now I've pre-ordered two more. I've got that 40th anniversary Vader coming, and then I pre-ordered them off Gideon because I just decided I love the outfit so much I had to get one. But uh, that that Endor Leia is fantastic. All right, um, Matt. What was the best Star Wars toy of 2020? Uh, this is a misdirection because I never mentioned it before. Um, <laughs> it's the troop transport. Um, ah. I love that. <laughs> um, I mean, it's I. I don't remember who it was who said it was like just basic and didn't have a whole lot of detail, but um, I mean, you know, inch for inch, it's got as much detail as the as that hover tank thing did and the Millennium Falcon and the, you know, the big ad ad and all that. I mean, it's uh, just, you know, the, the, the steering wheels are, you know, move in every direction and, you know, act sort of the way steering wheels would. And there's, you know, it's everything you wanted the original one to be, or thought the original one was back in the seventies. And after that, horrible one they came out with in the rebels packaging i mean this just so makes up for everything and i loved the original toy when i was a kid and this one just you know takes it up a notch i mean you know it was you know john favreau or whoever decided to put it in the show must have loved his when he was a kid because he wanted to put it in the show the only thing this lacks is i wish they had put some sort of voice chip in it uh, yeah. Like the original one. So, you know, yeah. and it could have, you know, C-3PO talking and all that sort of stuff. That's the only thing that I wish they had done, but they're not putting a lot of electronics and toys these days. So I guess that was just too much to ask. But, yeah, I mean, I can't wait for this thing to get marked down um, a little bit so I can, you know, buy several of them. But, I, you know, the one I opened it up and put it in my Hoth diorama, even though it doesn't really make sense and... You know, I just, you know, I, you know, can open it up and put the seats fold down and everything. It's great. Troop transport, hands down the best. They reused it in, uh, in the second season. Yeah, even and more, now, so well, it's but a little different. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, retool it. I'm all for that. Chris, what was the best Star Wars toy of 2020? Um, as much as I'd like to say, you know, the ones that started filling in the 96 for me, um, the Jedi Luke, which upgraded my... Uh, miscarded back original vintage collection one um the stormtrooper luke was great having that on a and the gonk droid uh but i really think like for 2020 just that original release of the of the mandalorian is just a fantastic figure on a beautiful card and it's just like the quintessential figure you need to start the journey as the mandalorian and it's Mandalorian's been what Star Wars has been in 2020. So, yep. Jason, what was the best Star Wars toy of the year? Um, it's a tough one. Um, I'm gonna have to go with uh, the Millennium Falcon as my choice. Um, it's been requested a long time for a long time to bring that vehicle back in some way. Uh, and they did in such a way that would satisfy a lot of collectors uh, because of its implication to uh, Galaxy's Edge, but also, like Jake mentions, uh, being able to switch out the, the sensor dishes for the, the different styles, the round or the rectangular. Uh, rectangular. Um, the, the deco that they decided to revisit just makes it that much bigger or better than the original Legacy release. 
um, inclusion of new figures. Um, and like I said before, the updated sound effects, um, it just makes it um, a better all around. It, it's, and it's also in a vintage collection box. So it kind of checks off a couple boxes there. Um, for me, until next year comes around when the Razor Crest comes out, I guess the Falcon would be the best toy uh, for 2020. All right. Jake, what about you? All right. Um, probably not. I don't think a line we've really talked about at all. Brand new line this year. Um, but I have my reasons, of course. But I'm going to go with uh, the Star Wars Mission Fleet Mandalorian and the Child Battle for the Bounty set. And that's the that's the little set that comes with Mando and Beskar with Baby Yoda and then the speeder bike and the pram that connects to it. Now, the reason I'm going with this is because this should have been a no-brainer for the six-inch line, should have been a super no-brainer for the three-and-three-quarter line. This is the set that we want in other scales. Mission Fleet was the only one that brought it out. Now, not only does the Mission Fleet figure have plenty of articulation, um, to effectively stand and pose, but also ride a speeder bike. He comes with his blaster. He comes with his incinerator blaster. He comes with his cape and his jet pack. Um, it comes with the pram, and the pram is pretty darn close to three and three quarter, so it's kind of compatible until we get our prams that are coming in the various figures that come with uh, the pram uh, coming in three and three quarter scale in the next year. So this scratched a lot of itches that uh, at least I had for not only the Mandalorian, but also what I want in my figures and my toy lines. And so Mandalorian battle for the bounty set is where I'm going. All right. Interesting choice, Jake. Um, I'm going to say the re-release of the, of the BMF, even though I haven't bought it yet, I, I still haven't. And I don't know if I will. It's, it's like one of the greatest Star Wars toys of all time. So yes, but you're paying you know, so much for it. Yeah, it is just... I know. And I haven't bought, I, I still haven't bought it and maybe I never will. I don't know, but it is one of the, I mean, that thing is, that thing is if you went through the whole history of Star Wars toys from 77 or 78 to now, that has got to be probably one of the greatest things they ever made. And to have it back in stores or for people to get is, I think, a, uh, a, that was great. So The fact that Hasbro found a way to get that back out was really mm -hmm. good. Yep. All right. Well, that wraps up the best and worst, but let's go around really quick and see if what we have for Star Wars toy predictions for next year. Really quick. Ryan, who are we uh, getting next? What are we getting next year? I think Hasbro's been a little behind uh, behind the ball on this, and I think they're going to catch up uh, next year. It may be the reason we got a lot of repaints this year is they just weren't quite ready. I, I just don't think they were ready for The Mandalorian to be as popular as it turned out to be. And so their initial offerings were very small and, you know, we've seen a little bit more, but it hasn't been near as much as what we've seen with movies minus rise of Skywalker granted. <laughs> but, um, I think we're really going to see them focus, uh, really hard on the Mandalorian this year. 
with not as much uh, outside stuff. I mean, we're already kind of seeing that somewhat in their future releases. And even though they've shown a lot of Boba Fett stuff coming up, I've got to believe that was somewhat of a tie-in that we were going to see Fett in the, the new show. Um, so uh, I, I just think we're going to see Star Wars take a hard tilt toward Mandalorian, really hardcore, um, with our collectible stuff. And uh, maybe next year we'll be tired of it, or maybe we'll be excited after seeing uh, the Book of Boba Fett and everything else that's coming up. But uh, I really think uh, Hasbro got behind on this one, and I think they're going to really catch up this next year. All right. Matt, what do you predict for next year? Yeah, I'm with Ryan. Uh, it's going to be Mando, Mando, Mando. Um, I mean, I hope they expand beyond the Baby Yoda stuff, but um, and I think they will. I think it's going to be Mando with a heavy, heavy dose of Boba Fett. Um, it's so easy to get a lot of Boba Fett product out there and repaint it and sell it over and over and over. Um, and, yeah, I just, you know, We'll see the stuff that they've already announced that we know is coming through the first half of the year. And, you know, whether we have a, you know, Force Friday kind of thing, although I guess we're not going to have the book of Boba Fett until December. But that's normally when a movie would come out. So they can put that product out in September or whenever. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's what it's going to be. Um, I think they're happy to do it because, it, you know, it sells very well. And Lucasfilm's got nothing else to promote for the next couple of years. So. Chris, what are we going to see next year? Reaps, repacks, and more repacks. <laughs> I'm expecting even more carbonized stuff. All variations <laughs> of repacking. I just, I really. We're losing you again. Lots of repacks. All right. Jason? Um, with me, um, I'm thinking it's going to be a lot like 2020. Uh, a lot of repacks, a lot of exclusives, a lot of frustrated collectors trying to get exclusives and waiting six months to try to get them. Um, you know, the announcement recently from Disney with all of those upcoming properties is not going to help Hasbro at all in trying to meet the demand of collectors and wanting to have varied and extensive uh action figures and vehicles it's to me i think they're going to be especially now with everything they just announced they're going to be playing catch up even more than they have in the past i mean you know in previous years we were dealing with like one movie and one tv show to deal with now we're dealing with multiple tv shows uh, multiple movies and it's it's just going to, I think they're going to be really hard pressed to satisfy the long-term collector uh, for a few years to come, at least. That's just my prediction. Jake, what do you predict for 2021? Well, I'm, I'm not as optimistic as some of you. I think, uh, I think uh, 2021 is going to be as, painful in parts as 2020 was. And like Jason said, collectors, I mean, it, it was miserable trying to be a collector um, and get pre-sales in 2020. Um, we all know that we things sold out in minutes and some things never returned and some things did. And for those things that never returned, people went to the secondhand market or, 
or, uh, you know, it's just it's just not fun. And I don't think 2021 is going to we're not going to be able to snap a finger next week and have things be all right in the world. Um, you know, on a on a more realistic note, uh, Jason, you would know ports are backed up still. There's still merchandise that is that is stuck. Um, people are ordering so much online that that they can't keep up. Companies can't keep up with uh, inventory and are canceling orders. I think cancellations will continue. I think um, getting merchandise from China is still going to be slow. Um, you know, on a very sad note that, you know, we're currently, you know, not off to a very quick start in circulating a vaccine, which is going to get us back to normal. Um, you know, we need we need 3.5 million doses a week and we're only getting one bar- one million barely at that. And so it's going to take a long time before society is normal and before, you know, toy shows and conventions and all the things that normally help uh, circulate toys and action figures um, are going to be back to normal. So I think uh, 2021 is going to be very similar to parts of 2020. And I hope the second half is is um, is more successful than I'm predicting the first half will be. But, you know, we are coming off a pandemic. And so I don't expect Hasbro to uh, be 100 percent on its game uh, for when Book of Boba drops or season three of Mando or even getting started on, you know, Kenobi or whatnot. I just I just don't know what the abilities are. I sure hope it's. I sure hope they know what's going on. And I sure hope they get early access to stuff and we don't have to have that big disconnect like between season one, episode one of Mando where Grogu is introduced. And then, you know, almost a year later, three quarters of a year later before we actually get a single figure of it. So uh, I'm I'm hopeful, but I think it's going to be very, very slow. All right. Um. I predict that we will finally get to episode 100 of Galaxy of Toys podcast. <laughs> That's bold. That's real bold. <laughs> and, you know, I've been predicting for the last couple of years that we'd get a six-inch solo Darth Maul. And that nev- that prediction never happens. So probably even less chance this year. They probably won't go back to solo for a long time. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, Jason, you you've done the sleuth work you you probably know a majority of the figures right through the first three quarters of next year right um not a majority i i know some and i know that darth maul um from solo is not one of them (laughs) (laughs) i know there's another darth maul that is but it's the clone wars darth maul in in vintage collection for season seven yeah well that's i guess yeah (laughs) Okay, let's wrap up the show. I want to thank everyone again for joining me. Um, Ryan, thank you. Uh, thanks for having me. I know one thing we never noticed uh, mentioned on this, but it was kind of a fun toy this year, was the uh, the Darksaber uh, toy that came out. I, I've had fun oh, yeah. playing with my son with that. Yeah. He has a one of those awesome talking lightsabers from a year ago that he loves to play with. And uh, I, I battle him with the dark saber and it's, it's a, it's a fun toy. It's not perfect, but it's fun. So I thought it would end with talking a little bit about that, but thanks for having us again. Right. Jason. It was great. Uh, Matt. Yeah, it was great. Um, 
my son has one of those talking lightsabers too and loves to say rude things into it and of course then, yes. you know slam mm. it against the wall um <laughs> yeah it was great love uh recapping the year and i hope everybody has a good 2021 yeah. chris are you on i've been on the whole time all right. <laughs> the only thing you missed was I really think that the toy industry is in far worse shape than we all think it is. I, I think they're really struggling. But, uh, yeah, I'm hoping for a much better year and uh, hoping it's a 20 thing, not a the 20s problem to deal with for decades. All right. Jason, thank you for joining us again. Thanks. It was great. It's fun recapping everything. It kind of puts puts the year in perspective as far as uh, toys go, and uh, hopefully 2021 is better. It's I uh, hopefully it's not worse. Oh, agreed. And Jake. Well, always always fun to talk uh, figures and. Uh, Happy that we, can you believe that, uh, what, this is the, has to be the eighth year, right? That we've done this, so awesome. That That, that is uh, something to celebrate in 2020. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how the year was, we're, uh, we're still going years and years later. That's right. I hope everyone has a happy and safe new year, and we'll be back with the episode that happened before this episode, it'll be odd, but that'll, that's probably what's going coming next. And then we will have more shows in 2021 and we should reach a, finally reach that 100 episode mark. And the Ewoks episode. Oh God. I don't know if we'll get to that. I don't know about that. We'll see. (laughs) For galaxy of toys, this is Jason saying good night, but not goodbye. Just one more round friend. Then homeward bound, friend, don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend, and then so long, friend, the nights get shorter, it seems. Just one more rhyme, friend, yes, it's a crime, friend, but you know time, friend, Time can fly, so it's good night, friend. Good night, but not goodbye.